Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in a year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 15th of November, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 21st of Cheshvan. This week, we are, we are continuing our Torah portion, our parasha, called Chaye Sarah, which means Sarah's life. And today's section is Genesis 24, verses 10 through 26. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment first to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God. King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, having a variety of good things of his master's in his hand. He arose and went to Mesopotamia, to the city of Nahol. And he made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at the time of evening, the time that women go out to draw water. And he said, Lord, the God of my master Avraham, please give me success today and show kindness to my master Avraham. Behold, I am standing by the spring of water. My, the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Let it happen that the young lady to whom I will say, Please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, Drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Itzchak. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. And it came to pass, before he had finished speaking, that, behold, Rivka, who was born to Betuel, the son of Milka, the wife of Nahol, Avraham's brother, came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. Now the young lady was very beautiful to look at, a virgin. No man had known her. She went down to the spring, filled her pitcher, and came up. The servant ran to meet her and said, Please give me a drink, a little water from your pitcher. So she said, Drink, my lord. She hurried and let down her pitcher on her hand and gave him a drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will also draw for your camels until they have finished drinking. So she hurried and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again to the well to draw and drew for all his camels. The man looked steadfastly at her, remaining silent to know whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. As the camels had done drinking, the man took a golden ring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her hands of ten shekels weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me. Is there room in your father's house for us to stay? She said to them, 
I am the daughter of Betuel, the son of Milka, whom she bore to Nahor. She said moreover to him, We have both straw and feed enough, and room to lodge in. Then the man bowed his head and worshipped the Lord. That was Genesis 24, verse 10 through 26. And now our portion from the prophets today is Judges chapter 7. Then Yeruval, who is Gidon, and all the people who were with him, rose up early and camped beside the spring of Harod. Midian's camp was on the north side of them, by the hill of Moreh in the valley. The Lord said to Gidon, The people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hand, lest Israel boast against me, saying, My own hand has saved me. Now therefore, proclaim into the ears of the people, saying, Whoever is fearful and trembling, let him return and depart from Mount Gilad. So twenty-two thousand of the people returned, and ten thousand remained. Then the Lord said to Gidon, There are still too many people. Bring them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. It shall be that those whom I tell you, this shall go with you, shall go with you. And whoever I tell you, this shall not go with you, shall not go. So he brought down the people to the water, and the Lord said to Gidon, Everyone who laps of the water with his tongue, like a dog laps, you shall set him by himself. Likewise, everyone who bows down on his knees to drink. The number of those who lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, was three hundred men. But all the rest of the people bowed down on their knees to drink water. And the Lord said to Gidon, I will save you by the three hundred men who lapped, and deliver the Midianites into your hand. Let all the other people go, each to his own place. So the people took food in their hand, and their shofars, and he sent all the rest of the men of Israel to their own tents, but retained the three hundred men, and the camp of Midian was beneath him in the valley. That same night, the Lord said to him, Arise, go down into the camp, for I have delivered it into your hand. But if you are afraid to go down, go with Pura your servant down to the camp, and you will hear what they say, and afterward your hands will be strengthened to go down into the camp. Then went he down with Pura his servant to the outermost part of the armed men who were in the camp. The Midianites and the Amalekites and all the children of the east lay along in the valley like locusts for multitude, and their camels were without number as the sand which is on the seashore for multitude. When Gidon had come, behold, there was a man telling a dream to his fellow, and he said, Behold, I dreamed a dream, and behold, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian, came to the tent, and struck it so that it fell, 
and turned it upside down, so that the tent lay flat. And his fellow answered, This is nothing other than the sword of Gidon, the son of Yoash, a man of Israel. God has delivered Midian into his hand with all the army. And it was, when Gidon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation, that he worshipped, he returned into the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has delivered the army of Midian into your hand. And he divided the three hundred men into three companies, and he put into the hands of all them shofars and empty pitchers, with torches within the pitchers. And he said to them, Watch me, and do likewise. Behold, when I come to the outermost part of the camp, it shall be that as I do, so you shall do. When I blow the shofar, I and all who are with me, then blow the shofars all around the camp, and shout, For the Lord, and for Gidon. So Gidon and the hundred men who were with him came to the outermost part of the camp in the beginning of the middle watch, when they had just set up the watch. Then they blew the shofars and broke in pieces the pitchers that were in their hands. The three companies blew the shofars, broke the pitchers, and held the torches in their left hands and the shofars in their right hands with which to blow, and they shouted, the sword of the Lord and of Gidon. And they each stood in his place around the camp, and all the army ran, and they shouted and fled. They blew the three hundred shofars, and the Lord set every man's sword against his fellow and against all the army. And the army fled as far as Bechita toward Zegara as far as the border of Avel Mechola, by Tabat. The men of Israel were gathered together out of Naphtali, out of Asher, and out of all Menashe, and pursued Midian. Gidon sent messengers throughout all the hill country of Ephraim, saying, Come down against Midian, and take the waters before them as far as Bet Bara, even the Yarden. So all the men of Ephraim were gathered together and took the waters as far as Betbara, even the Yarden. They took the two princes of Midian, Orev and Ze'ev. They killed Orev at Orev's rock, and Ze'ev they killed at Ze'ev's winepress, as they pursued Midian. Then they brought the heads of Orev and Ze'ev to Gidon, beyond the Yarden. That was Judges, or Shoftim, chapter 7. Our portion today from the writings is Psalm 33. Rejoice in the Lord, you, up, you righteous. Praise is fitting for the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Sing praises to him with the harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. For the word of the Lord is upright. All his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. 
The earth is full of the loving kindness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, all their host by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood firm. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He makes the thoughts of the peoples to be of no effect. The counsel of the Lord stands fast forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down. He sees all the sons of men. From the place of his habitation he looks out on all the inhabitants of the earth. He who fashions all of their hearts, and he considers all of their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of an army. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither does he deliver any by his great power. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his loving kindness, to deliver their soul from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul has waited for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart rejoices in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let your loving kindness be on us, Lord, since we have hoped in you. That was Psalm 33. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles. Today we'll be reading Matthew 24, verses 1 through 28. Then Yeshua went out from the temple and was going on his way. His disciples came to him to show him the buildings of the temple. But he answered them, You see all of these things, do you not? Amen, I tell you, there will not be left here one stone on another that will not be thrown down. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us. When will these things be? What is the sign of your coming and of the end of the Olam Hazeh? Yeshua answered them, Be careful that no one leads you astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah, and will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. For all this must happen, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, plagues, and earthquakes in various places. But all these things are the beginning of birth pains. Then they will deliver you up to oppression, and will kill you. You will be hated by all of the nations for my name's sake. Then many will stumble and will deliver up one another 
and will hate one another. Many false prophets will arise and will lead many astray. And because iniquity will be multiplied, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end will be saved. And this good news of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world for a testimony to all the nations. Then the end will come. So when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take out the things that are in his house. Let him who is in the field not return back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are with child and to nursing mothers in those days. Pray that your flight will not be in winter, nor on Shabbat, for then there will be great suffering, such as has not been from the beginning of the world until now. No, nor ever will be. Unless those days had been shortened, no flesh would have been saved. But for the sake of the chosen ones, those days will be shortened. Then, if any man tells you, Behold, here is the Messiah, or there, do not believe it. For there will arise false messiahs and false prophets, and they will show great signs and wonders, so as to lead astray, if possible, even the chosen ones. Behold, I have told you beforehand. If, therefore, they tell you, Behold, he is in the wilderness, do not go out. Or, Behold, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as the lightning flashes from the east and is seen even to the west, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. For wherever the carcass is, that is where the vultures gather together. That was Matthew 24, verses 1 through 28, and it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Romans 4 today also. I just want to end with uh, mentioning a prayer request for all of you. This is for a friend of mine. Um, she is in the hospital right now. and She was admitted yesterday and for fluid on her, around or in her lungs, I'm not sure. And they have drained two liters of fluid from her lungs today. She's just not doing really well. So I would really appreciate prayer for my friend. Um, the Lord knows who she is, and um, I just want um, to ask you all to pray for her complete healing, that she would be able to go back home to her children strong and well again. Thank you so much for praying and standing with us, and for listening, and just for being part of um, going through the scriptures again this year. It's a privilege for us to read it together with you. May you have a blessed day. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Music